welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. I'm Dakota. And it's your boy Tyler. And we're back. We are. On Sunday. Mm. For once. Mm. Dakota's running on about two hours of sleep. It's not great. He, he uh, like he's lacking some energy this morning. He's looking a little sickly. I couldn't go to sleep last night. Went to a wedding, got home late, started watching 60 Days In, couldn't stop. What's that? What's that? It's fucking, it's like, I've never heard of it. It's like, I don't know, they take contestants and they put them, like they sign up, you put in these shit jails that have serious problems, whether it be guards or drugs or contraband, whatever, and they put them in there to see what they can find out, like how it's coming in, all this shit, but they're like in jail so for 60 moles? days. Yeah, but they don't have, like, none of the guards know. I say none of them. There's one in case they have to get out. They have right. a safe word to get out, but they don't just come yank them. Like, they have to do it. Covert. Yeah. So, it's it's fucking good. There's some is it on Netflix? Bitches in there that need no, and that is not not gender specific when I say bitches. There are some bitches in there that say, yeah, I'm going to go in there. I'll be fine. They're not fine. They are fucking. It is Netflix? Yeah. Well, it's on Netflix. It's on Hulu, I think. All of them are on Hulu. Season six is on Netflix. What? It's fucking good. Season six is probably the best season I've watched. Besides, like, I don't know. Season if I'm gonna five watch is, something, I gotta see. I gotta see it from the beginning. Season, yeah, you don't. It doesn't. It's not necessary. Like, it's not. There's no build-up character. Like, there's no. No, it's different characters every season. Okay. But it's good shit. I it's, would be one of those motherfuckers. It's like, oh, this, I can do it, no problem. Not getting there, be like, get me the fuck <laughs> out of here. Yeah, people, different contestants handle things very differently, as you can imagine. But it's <laughs> worth watching if you need something that's like just. Flip it on when you don't have a ton of time. Watch that. Is it short episodes? No, it's like 30. I mean, it's like 30, 40 minutes. But oh, okay. you don't have to. Like, You're not going to forget shit in between. Like the recap things very well. But they do give excellent cliffhangers. So good luck watching just one. Hmm. But we're back with y'all on what is it? 21st? Mm-hmm. Sunday. Um, we got uh, Arkansas, Alabama. To talk about much closer than I expected it to be, and, and you know what? It, it made me even more pissed off, and I'll talk about why. I mean, but well, we got other, we got other stuff, boys. I'm just trying to preface hmm. before we jump into it. Then we got some NFL precaps. Mm-hmm. We got some people who aren't going to be in the college football playoffs. We got some potential UFC news. I haven't been able to confirm it. Confirm it, but we're going to talk about it anyway because Ooh. it is interesting. Okay. You know, yeah, the we, MVPs came out. They did. Discuss that. Our El Salvador Press did not get robbed. What do you mean? Oh. I mean, he didn't get robbed. Well, he didn't win it, so he got robbed. No, he did. Nobody was going to win it over. You know what? We'll get to that. Um, yeah, we got some people who ain't going to get in the college football playoff we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we the got five-way t- tie for the SEC West is dead. Yep. And Dakota's prediction of where Arkansas was going to fall in the SEC was correct. Because we're fifth. Brango. <laughs> we are seven and four, and we are fifth in the SEC West. Unfucking believable. I said it in the beginning. This not, son of a bitch worked his witchcraft, and he's it's, correct. It's not. It was not a doubt that we weren't going to have a much improved season. It's just, just it's fucking SEC West. Like you, the people break. that are above us, we beat them. That's crazy. It's unbelievable. For the most part, yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. I'm just, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> That's what we got to talk about today. I'm gloomy because it's fucking rainy outside. It's chilly. And let's just talk, let's just fucking pop it right off with why Arkansas should have fucking won yesterday. <laughs> you go first. If Kendall Browse is not fired this offseason, he's not going to be fired this offseason. Then we are fucked again. Well, we have. We had two minutes left going into the last two minutes. Sorry, I, I worded that wrong. We had two minutes left going into halftime. Two minutes left. We get the ball back. We're down. Um, 10 points. Was it 10? Mm-hmm. And I know it was, a, of course, a 14-point swing because of that bullshit, but there was a chance for a 14-point swing. They Alabama had just scored, and we got the ball back with two minutes. Alabama if we get quickly. Yes. If we – five plays. If we fucking score right here, even if it's just a field goal, make mm-hmm. a seven-point game, they go down. If they we hold them to a field goal, that'd be great. And with two minutes left, Kendall Bryles calls runs up the fucking middle – and no hurry up offense. He had no intentions of going to get points on that drive. Correct. Let me tell you why he's not. What the get fired. fuck are we doing? Why he's not going to get fired? Because he's going to have eight wins, and we put up thirty five against Alabama. I'm not saying it's all the right play calls, but this is a very much a situation of we why the Browns fifty five on them. 
Yeah, but why the Browns are going to play Baker, pay Baker, like I'm not saying what you have is the best option. There's definitely better options out there. There are far more worse options than better options out there. Like we're like we talk about like it, so a lot of his decision making doesn't make any sense, and yet we win, and yet we put up points. So it's like, so it's like, oh, if we had somebody who was competent, we'd be crushing everybody. You could, but we're finding ways to just be okay with mediocrity on offense. No, with the way that the swing is going with this program, I don't think they're going to risk hitting a home run on their next hire. I could be wrong. I don't think you and me have never been impressed in the past three years with Kendall Brown. No, I'm not impressed. But I I and now that we actually have the the players that look good, Mm -hmm. if the play calling matches the 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 level of talent that we have on offense, holy shit. And this is obviously an extreme, but what if we get a Chad Morris instead? What if it gets what substantially worse? What if we get substantially worse? No, what, like, like what if our offense gets substantially worse? Like we now, like you said, we know the talent we have on, on with the players. We just don't love Kendall Brown's play calling. No, If you bring terrible. somebody in and our offense gets worse, I think then it's worse because then you know what the offense is capable of with majority of the same guys. And we can't we can't move the ball. Like that's that's, that's true. That's the reason why I think he's definitely not going to fire. And there's also a fallback. This was KJ Jefferson's first year starting. Yeah, well, what so kind of, the play calling was going to be a little bit hampered because he knew he couldn't open it completely up with a first time, a first year starter. So I'm not gonna lie, there was times where KJ should have read that there was a blitz and he did not audible out. I mean, he I think at this point the in the season, the regardless of this being his first year, no, I think at this point in the season it should be opened up by now. But but it, I think it also another, sets a dangerous precedent for anybody that wants to join Arkansas's coaching staff. That hey, for the first time in forever. We're in a bowl game. We got eight wins, and we're firing people. Like we can't yeah. have that either. Yeah, I I get it, but but there was some there, very, was, there was some frustrating shit. There was again. so many times in the Alabama game where we should have fucking put our fucking foot down. Like you're going against the number two team. You're in Tuscaloosa. What do you have to lose? Why are you calling things conservatively? You go and you punch them. Did you several times in that? You could see the play call. KJ drop back. You have three receivers running slants and one person going deep. He's like, fuck this, and just launches it. And Traylon Burks is going to get paid, paid. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> dear God, is Traylon Burks good? What do you have to lose? Uh, yeah, I, like I get where you're coming from. Just but go punch him in the fucking mouth. When you mouth. have a 10 point game against Alabama in Tuscaloosa that late in the game, like then you have something to lose. Like you, you're still, you're still in it. So if you start getting crazy with it and turn it over, and it becomes a fucking 17 point game, like, which, like it did. KJ threw eight incompletions. Mm-hmm. When we threw the ball, we looked very good. Mm-hmm. I think because they were and Saban was a hundred percent geared to stop the run. Yes, like he was like, "I'm gonna, you're gonna beat me throwing the ball." And Kendall just kept running it. Mm-hmm. And don't get me started because four times it's not a joke. I counted four times on third and ten, we ran quarterback keepers. Well, to be fair, early in the game, we were getting the most yards per play on the on that fucking play. Well, like that's, it, those were those were plays where it's a pass, and KJ just took off running. Well, but he had a few where he was I don't know if it, more RPOs or what, but he he pulled it, kept it, and fucking took off on, several times on the design quarterback keepers. Gross! It was not good, and you call those plays on third and two, third and threes. You don't call that shit on fucking third and ten with a stacked box. They had seven in the box every third down. And we run a fucking quarterback keeper. Well, the play where Kendall. the play where we were where Traylon Smith was standing in the end zone and they did not call a touchdown until after the fact. That was Dominic Johnson. That should have been KJ as well. You got a two hundred and forty pound quarterback and you're on the fucking half yard line. I'm also gonna say something literally punched in. I'm also gonna say something unpopular. Uh oh. Dominic Johnson bounces around too much in the backfield instead of hitting holes. There were several times where they handed him the ball, hole wide open. And he stopped and just danced around for a minute. Danced around for a minute. Okay, now I guess I'll... Oh, I'm tackled for a loss. Just hit the fucking hole. Because you see what happened when Traylon Smith came in? That motherfucker hits the hole. Yeah, but let's not act like Johnson hasn't done anything. No, I'm with, not acting like with, he's a bum. I'm talking style. about there's like, too much of a dancing move. There's too much. It's worked for him in the past. The problem is that there are certain teams like Alabama, like Georgia, you just can't do that again. The level of athlete that is on that other side of the ball, they are fast. The, you will not beat them to the edge. That will not work. The amount of... We could have sent seven people rushing the quarterback. Wouldn't matter. Like they That's were, they were fucking. He had all goddamn day. And the one where he, the one where he took it, which was shocking. When he, when Bryce Mitchell took a sack to push the field goal back, and then they Bryce missed Young. it short. Well, whatever the fuck. Bryce Mitchell's a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> when he pushed it back, and they missed the field goal, that motherfucker was running around for like twelve seconds. Yep. That's because we only brought three. 
Yeah, but, but he was running around for 12 seconds with nowhere to go with the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why they maintain that three-man rush. You got to mix it up. But if you can if you can cover somebody, like, you can't fucking cover somebody for 12 seconds. And I'm, 12 seconds may be exaggeration, but it was at least eight, I feel like. Like, that's a long time to cover somebody. You know how many times we blitzed? I counted five. Well, I mean, we were getting torched. So he set a record you against wanna, us. You want to put less people back there to defend the pass? Yeah. If it means Bryce Young doesn't get to stand there flat-footed and uh, pick apart, yes. He'd just throw it faster because it'd be wider open. Maybe, but maybe not. No, because 100%. Whenever we did, yes. no. Because whenever we did blitz, that's when those incompletions came. Whenever we did blitz, that's when he had to throw it away. We sacked mm-hmm. him four times on the blitzes. Four fucking times. Dial it up, Spagnola. <laughs> Dial it the fuck up. Or, here's a better idea for you, Odom. Now, I know this may be groundbreaking. You may not have heard of this. Have you ever heard of the 4-3 defense? Where there's four defensive linemen versus five offensive, and you have a lot better odds to get in there? I know. I know. It's that that's a that's crazy. Four, four people wouldn't have got there either. Like they were four people would have had a better chance were, than three. I mean, yeah, I guess technically. But like they were just fucking. And you wouldn't stand, have to sacrifice many in coverage. They were just standing there with our guys, like, yeah, you ain't fucking going anywhere. You might as well get comfortable. You're gonna stand right in front of me until he lets go of the ball. Then I'll release you to go with, do whatever you want. With five people, you can double team every defensive lineman. With five people, yeah. But there was no chance we were going to do that. Except one, of course. But they kept bringing in two tight end sets for it, too. So now you're only rushing three, and there's six people on the line blocking. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> What do you think's going to happen? I, I just don't. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated only because we had a chance to win that game. I'm happy that we had a chance to win that game. But when you have a chance to win that fucking game, and you can look at small things like how inefficient we were on fucking third down runs, and you keep calling up third down runs... I'm getting frustrated here because KJ played very fucking good in that game. 340 yards, three touchdowns should have been four, but the receiver apparently was down at the fucking half yard line because the refs wanted to fuck us too. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I thought that was in the stand was because they called touchdown on the field. Yeah. Like nothing about that replay should be like, Oh, he's definitely in, but I did expect it to stand. I didn't expect him to confirm the call, but I expected it to stand. And don't get me started on the touchdown that that motherfucking receiver had for Alabama where the ball was on his forearm and he mm-hmm. fell down the back of the end zone, and it rolled out of his forearm over to his hand. And the announcer's like, yeah, I mean, you got to – the ball did move. The ground it, did affect the ball. Again, the same reason why I expected the Arkansas call to stand is why I knew that would stand. Like, they called a touchdown on the field. They called it about seven seconds later. But watching that replay, like, the ball moved. But that doesn't matter. Like, it, it has to – he has to lose control of it. And I don't, I, like, I don't think it ever hit the ground, anything like that. So, like, I expected that to stand as well. It sucks. But, like, I tend to, I like, it matters what the call on the field is because you have to definitively overturn it. So, and if they don't score that, are they going to score the next three plays? Probably. But it did suck. I was impressed with K.J. Jefferson. That was the death nail. I was impressed with Traylon Burks. And, my God, do I got to give it up to Blake Kern. Yeah. He made me eat a little crow against Alabama because he had two one-handed catches, one to the house on a fucking the field one goal. on the sideline was nasty. Mm-hmm. He snatched that motherfucker mm-hmm. out of the air. KJ had to float it because they were coming off the edge. Boop, one hand. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, shit. Curry might be halfway decent here. And the fake fucking field goal was so ballsy. In yeah, him. like I know I know you can't get too consistent with it because they're just expected every time your punter comes onto the field. But this is fucking, this is uncharted waters here. We, How many times have you seen this many successful fakes from Arkansas? Brett Bielema days. Jeez. I'll never forget the Texas A&M fake, field, fake punt. Like I told you right before this, I was at a wedding yesterday, watching it on my phone at the mm-hmm. table. They started the moms and best band maid of honor speeches. I told them, I said, I hope nothing crazy happens right here while they're, because it was dead silent. I mean, they're just, mm-hmm. the the bridal party didn't even have the microphone. They were just talking, like speaking loudly. And right after I said that, that fucking fake field goal for a touchdown happened. And I like halfway jumped up and started celebrating. And it was like, oh, he just loves speeches. <laughs> so it sucks. But again, if you're, if, I was expecting the 40 to 13 type game. I was expecting to get fucking get our teeth kicked to just get crushed right off the bat. Our spirits be dead and just lay down. We just make too many consistent mistakes. The fumble that we had was detrimental. I mean, mm. all time. And you bad. almost saw it coming. Yep. 
Like he, he got stood up. He was up for too long. KJ was looking around, wasn't even expecting the snap. The center was the only one expecting it. Nobody moved whenever it was snapped. Nobody had a fucking clue the ball was coming. And KJ tried to dive on it, and as soon as I saw KJ just keep his face down, I knew he didn't have the ball. And then I saw it popping around. I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I was impressed with KJ's determination. I was impressed with KJ's heart. He doesn't go down easy whenever he's getting sacked. He's fucking shrugging dudes off left and right. I fucking love KJ. He played great. Burks played great. It was great to see us hanging in the game Boy, against number fumble, two Alabama. That fumble by Alabama at the goal line mm. was electric. I told Macy right before that, I said, we need, well, we better hope for a fucking pick or a fumble here because it's about to get ugly. And there he went trotting. I looked at Macy. I stood up right, right before the fumble. I said, hey, I'm going to show you because she doesn't know football like us. Mm. So I'm like, okay, look right here. You see how it's fucking first and 10 and a corner is all the way back to the first down and there's no linebacker on this side? Wide open in this fucking flats area right here. Watch. Snap it. Boom, straight to the flats. And I was like, oh, good deal. And then he just kept running. I said, like, oh, even fucking better. And then he fumbled it. I was Macy 100% said, oh, my God. safety to happen. When we got I was the fumble. Too. I was too. I was and excited, and then I was like, oh, my God, we're at the fucking one yard line. Well, don't worry, because we punished shortly after, so. Correct. <laughs> what are you going to do? Listen, if you're trying to drop eight back in coverage because you're terrified of Alabama, that's another thing that I saw in that game. Our coordinators were terrified of Alabama. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so, though. But they've, they've looked gettable all year. They have, like, like they also know so what they're capable of. Of if you, course, if you, like you almost can't think, oh, like, oh, this is not the normal Alabama. This is not okay. show you normal Alabama. But if you're fucking dropping eight back in coverage and the quarterback gets 550 yards on you and five touchdowns, mm-hmm. something ain't fucking working here. Let's go ahead and switch this shit up. No matter how many we're dropping back, they're finding the open play. Bumper, Grant, go, just fucking go, just go. You know what? Let's bring in another fucking defensive lineman here. Let's stack it up. Let's make it a little bit harder for him. Yeah, because what we're throw, what we're trying isn't working. Those, I agree, but if they throw those slants and bumper and or Grant Morgan's not there, they're those slants. Are I'm gone saying for, one or the other. Of course, or, you can't send them both. That'd be a zero blitz, and they'd eat us. I guess even still, like not having both of them, like those slants are going to go for fucking 12, 15 yards every time. Because the, their fucking receivers after the catch were dodging, was, dip diving, and dodging. It was bad. They were fucking elusive. That that uh, that touchdown over the like it was about a thirty five yarder, but it was right over the middle. Uh, I can't. I can't remember who it was. If it was, I can't remember if it was Mechie or Williams or whatever. But yeah, I think it was on Mo Brown, and it was just barely over his head, dude. If he would have just turned his head around, he could have picked that shit off. So I mean, he was he was I, there. I love Montero Brown, but he I do does too. some frustrating things. He does. Just if you just turn your head around, you got that. It's just like they used to teach us in high school. When you see if you're fucking a corner. If you're not, not if you're fucking a corner. If, if you, you are a fucking, fucking corner, you be paying attention to the game. And you're looking at the receiver's face, and you're beat, and you see his eyes get big. Just turn around. Ball's right there. Mm-hmm. Come on, Mo. But Mo's been great all year. I love him. Uh, still advocating to get Devin Bush on the field, but I didn't see any Hudson Clark, and that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> Even if his dad is on our Twitter trying to get in as, even if he is, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, but mm-hmm. Hudson Clark's father. Indeed, was uh, calling us out. And that's fine. He loves his son. Get it. It's cool. Don't take it personally whenever we're saying stuff about Hudson Clark. We're not testing the character of the person. We are only testing the outcome of how he is on the field. I think anybody's going to take that personally about their kid. They have to. I I get it. But have the balls to realize he's 549th in pass coverage. That's bad. It is bad. But the last person you need is your dad saying, you're right, he sucks. I get it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. But I'm just saying, if he happens to be listening here, we are not testing who he is as a person. We are only testing the outcome of what is happening on the field, and it's bad. That's it. That's all it is. Don't take it personal. Okay? Let's not get defensive. Hudson Clark's real bad at football. Texas lost to West Virginia. Yeah, what a surprise. Texas lost again. Shant won. And, Ar- <laughs> and Arkansas, if you did not hear us earlier, is fifth in the SEC West. Yikes. Couldn't be seven happier. and four, about to be eight and four, fifth in the SEC West. Couldn't be happier with fifth place with that record. Mississippi State is ahead of us. We beat them. Yeah. Happens. Um. Who else is ahead of us? Um. Uh, Auburn beat us. A and M, Ole Miss, A and M. We Alabama. beat them. Ole Miss, one point. Alabama, a touchdown. I mean, you got to. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that the program has turned around. There's no doubt that we are we are competing with SEC football. I am very excited for the future of Arkansas football. Absolutely. So, 
That's all I got to say about that. That's it. <laughs> now bring on them tasties. All right, let's get into the rest of the college football slate this weekend. Get some key games. Ohio State's for real. Ohio State beat the fuck out of Michigan State. Holy Jesus. My Heisman, leader in the Heisman. Kenneth race, Walker. Flipped. Has turned to CJ Stroud. Right, correct. <laughs> yes. Jesus. And I like I would... I wouldn't be upset with Kenneth Walker still winning it, but Jesus. I don't know what C.J. Stroud's stats are for the year, but I'm sure it's ungodly. What was the stats for that game? A bunch. Yeah. They had 49 points at halftime, which if you watch any Michigan State game. And it was 49-0 at halftime. Oh, yeah. If you watch any Michigan State game, they they get beat deep a lot. Very similar to us early in the year when we had the Texas game and the Texas A&M game. Both of which could have been blowouts if quarterback could have completed a deep pass. Stroud has three hundred and thirty-six yard, three thousand thirty-six yards, a ten-yard average, thirty touchdowns, five picks. Yeah, we got a diehard Michigan State fan down at the DC, and he said, it's like if they if they figure out if they watched any of the Purdue game, and they figure out that we are very gettable throwing the ball deep, we're fucked. And guess what? They figured it the fuck out. They figured it out coming off the bus. Granted, Pickett has 3,500 yards, 32 touchdowns, four picks. So Pickett has better numbers, but not better wins. No. And Pickett doesn't have any of the caliber of wins that Ohio State does. And Negative. Well, granted, a lot of that's due to the school he plays for. But Right. Stroud is for real. Ohio State is for real. Mm-hmm. Their defense has looked much fucking impressed. I mean, They're they not much, much impressed. impressed, much improved. There we go. Uh <laughs> That for for you to go against one of the Heisman front runners and, and Kenneth Walker, I would give up seven the, points. The Heisman front runner, yeah, and he had like forty yards in that game. That's bad. Yeah, I mean, good for Ohio State, but that's that's bad. Yes. So Cincinnati's going to be in now because Oregon lost. Mm-hmm. Boy, the rest of the SEC was fucking piss poor. Just cakewalking this weekend. Mm. Yuck. Yeah, Texas A&M played Prairie View. Mississippi State played Tennessee State. Tennessee played some shitter as well. Can't remember who they played, but it was there's a lot of bad fucking game. South Carolina beat Auburn. Oklahoma about Auburn fucking blew it this weekend. Oklahoma, Oklahoma about blew it. Oklahoma, oh LSU played Louisiana Monroe. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Kentucky played New Mexico State. Yeah, it was just Missouri yeah. beat Florida. <laughs> In Florida overtime, spiraling out of control. I don't know if they've had a, if I've seen a more fantastic collapse mid-season. And it's not like they came in they came into the season with high hopes and just didn't didn't show up. Like they looked good in the beginning of the season, and they have just shit all over themselves for the rest of the remaining schedule. That's okay because next week Missouri's going to come in riding high, beating Florida, South Carolina beat Auburn. That's what I said. I mean, no, but Bo Nix, but. It's still. Ole Miss surprising. only beat Vandy by two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 31 to 17. We get to fucking slap Missouri right in the fucking mouth next week. Mm-hmm. After their, oh, we beat Florida. After well, they, we ain't Florida. After them talking about, did, speaking of which, we had, we, had, we never talked about this after the LSU loss. I have lost all respect for Ed Orgeron. Did you hear what he said after the game? Mm. Well, I keep, you know, we kind of expected to beat Arkansas considering they haven't really beat anybody. So, uh, they haven't they haven't beat anybody in how long? And you know I, we expected to win that. Oh, that was from last year. No, he said that after this game. Oh, we said our last guys year expected too. to win this because when he, when he said that they weren't going to celebrate a win against Arkansas because they haven't beaten anybody in a long time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's what he I doubled heard. down. Oh, I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's an idiot thing because he's going to lose his fucking job. Yep. Dan Mullen needs to lose his job as well. I think he's gonna. You can't have that recruiting class come out and look this bad. Lose to Missouri. After being picked to win or at least be second in the SEC East. You almost beat Bama, and then you lose to Missouri. Let's hope we don't do the same thing. Then you almost lose to Sanford and Suns. (laughs) (laughs) What other games? Anything else crazy happened this week? Oh, that was all SEC I was just looking at. Um, Clemson beat Wake Forest. Clemson did beat Wake Forest. Beat the shit out of them. Bad. And and close your eyes, don't look now, but they're 8-3. and We're going to get him in a bowl game. I'd be a little worried about it. 
Not gonna lie to you. I mean, on paper, it would look very strange. Arkansas playing one year later against Clemson in the bowl game, like last year. That I just said you're absolutely fucking crazy. I still think we beat them handily. I want Wisconsin. Wisconsin's. I want them so bad. That would be such an ugly game. UTSA squeaked by UAB. UTSA is still undefeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, maybe UAB by three. So, yeah, well, I kind of root for them. They got some of the coaches that I liked running the show over there for yeah, Arkansas. Also, y- Utah beat the absolute fuck out of Oregon. Yeah, Oregon's dead. I don't know what the fuck happened there, but they are dead. And I also loved Utah's uniforms. I didn't see them. Oh, I do love I do love that Matt Gray. That is nice. What's a helmet? Some sort of camouflage faded something. Well, I don't know, but they look sick. Look at it. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Baylor beat Kansas State by 10. Gross. Oklahoma State's for real. Try to tell y'all. Yeah. I tried to tell y'all at the beginning of the season, Oklahoma State was going to be for real. They always are. It's Van. It's, it's not Van Gundy. Yeah, it is Van Gundy, right? No, it's just Gundy. Just Gundy. Just no Van. Van Gundy's your boy. Van Gundy's a piece of fuck. <laughs> you know shit about fuck. <laughs> Fucking Oklahoma State is for real, and they got um, they got Oklahoma this next week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. They're yes. Win. And they're going to win. Yes, correct. Because, shockingly, Oklahoma State's defense is good. And Oklahoma looked bad. A Big 12 defense that's actually good. Well, that's what everybody said about Oklahoma early in the season. That's why I wanted Oklahoma State in the SEC, not Oklahoma. I thought they were a much... a I much. Mean, it would have been a better fit. Yeah, a much more similar SEC feel with Oklahoma State. And I do like their field. Oh, the, I like their coach. That is the only other college stadium that I've been to, I think. Well, I mean, if you count Austin P State University, let's go <laughs> P. Got the governors over there. But... Definitely the only one I've been to more than once, and it is fucking impressive. Like, there is a lot of money. And them fans get in. They go the fuck in. It's always fucking wild. That's one of them things, like... I just wish Gundy had his mullet still. You see everybody's, like, their thing that they do at their home games. Those fucking paddles that they've got around the base of the state. Like, the, you know, like the the pads on the gym wall behind the basketball goal? Yeah. They got those all the way around the fucking fence, I guess, in the stadium. (laughs) So they got these big-ass fucking paddles, and Mm -hmm. they just fucking whack. And they go faster and faster, and that shit is so loud. And I don't know how you get that many people to do it, but it's pretty much always in unison. It gives me PTSD from our it's whooping Im- days. It's, <laughs> it's impressive. Corporal punishment was in our schools. Oh, yeah, up until graduation. Yeah, I was a senior, and they were still spanking ass. They're still <laughs> clapping cheeks back there. <laughs> yeah. With paddles. That's all. I, I don't have anything else that's No, that's about all crazy. I got in the college football world. I'm excited to see the rankings, how they fall. Cincinnati's definitely got to be in, though. What's well, going to be Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati? Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Cincinnati. Yeah. Ohio State and Alabama probably flip. Probably. Seven-point seven win over Arkansas versus a routing. Yeah. Against a team that everybody felt good about. That's four games Alabama's look gettable. I don't think they will because it's Alabama. They'll probably end up staying where they are. I don't know. I think you kind of have to flip them. Yeah. They beat the fuck out of Michigan State. The fuck out of them. And honestly, the final score made it look closer than it was. I mean, it's 49 to nothing at halftime, for yes. fuck's sake. What are you going to do? What did Stroud have in that game? I thought you said he had 300. And, oh, that was for the that season. Was the he had 3,000 yards. I don't know. Um, Stroud had 440 yards and six touchdowns. Jesus Christ. Three incompletions. Did he have six touchdowns at halftime? I don't know. 32 for 35, 440 yards, six touchdowns. That could have been his first half stats. Olave, 150 yards, two touchdowns. He's good. That makes me want to go look at Traylon Burks because... Uh, oh, Traylon Burks had a, a shit ton. Of, he had a eight, day. Eight for 180 and two touchdowns. Yeah. And then Williams for Alabama had eight for 190 and three touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't look now, but Bryce Young had 560 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Good thing we drop eight. What are you going to do? <laughs> Uh, before we get into precaps and things, by the way, I did I did did put together another parlay. It's I've been burned the last two weeks. The formula has not worked, but got a little free play action. So I went ahead and made a parlay. We'll get to that. But the unconfirmed news that I have for UFC 270, and it may be confirmed at this point: Shemaev and Masvidal for 270. 
don't yeah, know why. I don't know what that means. But Kamzat Shemayas has uh, more wins than times he's been hit in the UFC in four fights. I think he's given up one strike. So he's a he's a, he's a, dude, rest, he's a wrestler. Dude, that's the dude that picked up no. That's the dude that picked up Lee, carried him over, and was talking shit while he was holding him, taking him across the octagon, talking to Dana White, and then put him down and submitted him. Hmm. He he's very good at everything. I don't know why Masvidal continues to take fights on short notice. This isn't two weeks short notice like before, but this is not a good fight for him, my opinion. I mean, if he wants to remain relevant and he beats him, he'll definitely be put in spotlight. I don't expect him to beat him, and it's one month or. I guess it's in January, so a month and a half notice. I don't feel good about that. I don't feel good about his chances. But it does add to that card, which otherwise was not super impressive. I mean, it's it's in Ghana and gone, so everybody's going to watch it. I think there's maybe another fight on there. But after 268 and 269, you got to put somebody else in there. And this will, I mean, this will do numbers. People are big time on Shemaya right now. And, and I'm Street a big Jesus, time Masvidal fan. Street Jesus always, always gets people's attention. Is that what they call Masvidal? I just think that it's bad news. I think he gets fucked up in this fight quickly. Let's talk precaps. Let's talk precaps. Colts Bills. Bills. I think it's gonna be closer than you think. Oh, I don't I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean the NFL Colts, spread is pretty big, seven. The Colts seem like that team that's just gonna fuck up everybody's shit here at the end of the season. I don't think they're gonna make any noise. I'm not scared of them in the playoffs. Assuming, or I don't even know if they're making the playoffs. They're five and five. They ain't making the fucking playoffs, but they could. If they fuck win up, today. They could. They could fuck up some some people's hopes for the playoffs. And shout gonna, out to fucking Michael Whoopig Dats, who's number one in our slightly biased fantasy league. Because we're dethroning you this week. <laughs> well, it started off hot. The Patriots defense getting us twenty eight has put us in a very good spot. So Whoopig Dats, Michael, who's seven and three, versus the slightly biased, who's four straight wins. Coming for that ass today. <laughs> I'm sure he'll let us know about it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, Appreciate the interaction from him on Twitter, by the way. Oh, everything we post. He's the first one to like it, first one to comment. Love to see that. Number one fan? Possibly. People are saying. Possibly you. Poss- I thought the exact same <laughs> thing when I said that. Colts, Bills. Um, I do think it's Bills, but the Bills have not been I'm super impressive. I'm taking the Bills, and I think the Bills cover. Would you play... The Bills defense over the Colts or the Dolphins defense on the Jets? The Dolphins defense on the Jets because the Jets are bad and because the Dolphins defense looks fucking awesome in the last couple of games. You're right. I'm doing it. They are playing Joe Flacco, though, which I do not agree with. But he's terrible. But you, you got Mike White. Who threw four picks last week. Don't care. No touchdowns. Don't care. He has shown you that he's capable of way more than Joe Flacco. If you're just If you're wanting to get not terrible quarterback play, Joe Flacco doesn't help you. If you want to get upside, Joe Flacco doesn't help you. Would you play Jeff Wilson, Mark Ingram, or Rashad Bateman in the flex? I'm I am playing Rashad Bateman in the flex in a different league. But, but you're like me, you like playing running backs in flex. I do like playing running backs. I just don't so have any. Would you play Clyde? No. Mark Ingram. Uh Jeff Wilson with pretty much no backup. It's gonna be all Jeff Wilson. Probably Jeff Wilson only because Elijah Elijah Mitchell just continues to do well. And I'm not saying that that's product of the system. It may, I mean, Elijah Mitchell, I think it's good, but that system is set up for running back to succeed. So Jeff Wilson, that's Probably. who I have in. Okay. Now, of course, in the personal league, we're talking about slight, um, our uh, our personal league, mm-hmm. not the slightly biased one. Your boy's still up at first. Also, I've looked through six to ten right now. They're separated by one win. Mm-hmm. Literally, anybody could get into the playoffs. Yeah. I also have to change the settings. Y'all can cry about it later. Everybody I've talked to said they're cool with it. And it's not just because I'm in first place. There's no buy set up in this league. In the playoffs, there's no there's no first round buy. It's just everybody fucking plays as soon as no. There is a fucking there's always been a first round buy in, in fantasy in any league ever in the history of ever. And for some reason my fucking set my settings have reset to some bullshit. So I don't want to hear about it from the eleventh place <laughs> team or twelfth place team over there crying because well, oh Tyler's giving himself a first round buy. That is a every year thing. Cry about it. No, they will because it's your, well, just the history. It's the history. Oh, it. it's the history. You're, you're, I did not scummy, have the first pick in this year. Scummy decisions. Oh, it happened. <laughs> you're talking about the draft, and I have not had the first overall I'm pick in two about years. The draft. I'm talking about some shady trades that happened. Shady trades. I mean, twenty bucks for Zeke is a shady trade. Okay, and I fucking disbanded <laughs> that league. It's a principality. 
<laughs> okay. Colts, Bills. I'll take Bills, but it's going to be close. And Jonathan Taylor could have a heyday. Who has quietly turned into one of the best running backs in football. Well, he's after this game, if he gets one yard, he'll be leading the league in rushing. But the fact that he's still tied with Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry's missed two games is fucking stupid. Yes, especially since we've seen Jonathan Taylor have like 260-yard games the past two weeks. Yeah. And well, it's we've taken seen Derrick Henry have two 200-yard games yes. this season. So. Uh, okay, let's go Ravens-Bears Ravens, in Chicago. and they cover. <sighs> Ravens minus Yeah, Khalil Max out for the year. I, I'll take Baltimore. Khalil Mack doesn't do anything for me at this point. He also hasn't done anything at all when he played. Like, I'm not saying he's not still capable of it, but like his name does not bring what it used to in my mind. No. And a lot of it's because the Bears fucking stink. So I don't... It's a very... Nothing on very the Very similar to Von Miller's situation to me. Yeah, like, I think you could take him off the Bears, put him with somebody else, and he'd be right back to what he was, but... As it sits with the Bears, and a lot of that's due to... Like, it doesn't matter how good you do on defense. If you're a defensive player on the Bears, it doesn't matter how good you do, you're going to lose. Like, how hard is that to beat your head against that fucking wall every week, knowing that if you hold somebody to 10 points, you still might lose. And holding somebody to 10 points in the NFL, not easy. Right. Unless you're playing week three Chiefs offense. (laughs) I'm taking the Ravens and the Ravens to cover. Okay. Let's go Lions-Browns grow up. I don't think the Browns cover in that game. Browns minus 13. Mm. Mm-hmm. Have not been impressed with the Browns. No. Now, could this be one of those games where they put up 50 fucking points? Absolutely. Sure. I don't think Chubb's playing. No. And neither is Kareem Hunt. Still on the IR. So, what, Dearness Johnson? Yeah. Or somebody. What's the other guy's it's name? It's Dearness Johnson. It's pretty much going to be the only person playing. I think the other dude got COVID, too. Yeah. All right. I'll take the Browns. I'll take the Browns, but I don't like the right. cover. Yeah, I'll take the Lions with the points, but I'm going to take the Browns to win. Texans, Titans, grow up. And tech, t- Titans cover. Yeah, I think so, too. It's a 10-point spread. Titans are 8-2 and two versus the 1-8 and eight suck-ass Texans. What's the Titans' remaining schedule? Because they just keep winning games, and I'm pretty sure they're still first in the AFC. They play the Patriots at the Patriots, That'd home against the Jags, at Pittsburgh, home against the Niners, home against the Dolphins, and at Texans. Kind of tough. No. The New England game's tough. That's the only game I think they potentially lose. The Jaguars game sneaky. Yeah. They're, it's, they're I mean, sneaky. It's a divisional game, so it could, anything could happen. But I don't Pittsburgh's going to be tough. No, it's not. At home against the Niners, who, after what they did to the Rams, is intriguing. Uh, that's about it. against Shanahan, I'm taking Vrabel. I'm nope. taking them against everybody except the Patriots, and I'm still probably taking them against the Patriots. They'll get 11 wins. At least. I'm going to say they get 13. Packers at Vikings. Packers. I I think we've got gentlemen's bet. Gentlemen's bet. Because I think I, I actually might take. I am taking the Vikings. I'm doing it. It's upset special. Give me the Vikings. The fact gentlemen's that, bet. The fact that the line is minus one. This is also the first game I get to start A.J. Dillon. <clears throat> I'm very fucking excited about it. I would be very excited for that too. Okay. Let's go. Dolphins Jets. Dolphins. I don't know. And the Dolphins stink. Now, if Mike White's playing, I might take the Jets. That's no shit. But, again, if the Dolphins' defense played like they played the last two weeks, the Jets got no fucking shot. They have looked very good on defense. They have. Out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, you've, you've, yeah you convinced me. I'll take the Dolphins. Uh, Saints at the Eagles. Give me the Eagles. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. Mm, I'll take Saints. Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet. I just don't trust anything about the Saints right now. I don't Not trust that I Jalen super Hurts. trust the Eagles, but I'm going to take the Eagles. Give Miles Sanders a fucking ball, please. I'll give him six carries. Relax. Fucking hell. It's your best player. It really is. It, like, it's not even exact. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Let's try to make Jalen Hurts look like the hero and only get three wins all year. Let's just maybe run the ball. Because if you notice when they got Howard and Scott in there, whenever uh, Sanders went down, they ran the ball like 15 times more. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? They don't like him. Trade him then. Kansas City would love to have him. But we got the glide. There's a lot of teams that would love to have him. Yeah, we oh, got Jesus. the glide, though. No, you don't have to. It's not a glide. He, he's going to glide today against Dallas. Dude, that game. What? Washington. We'll, we'll to them. Whistle pigs. Panthers. And the Panthers. Give Branthers. me Washington. Okay. Gentlemen's bet. Yep. We got three. Because let me tell y'all something. I hate to rain on y'all's um, empathetic. Pity parade for what is Cam Newton. Cam Newton sucks. 
He is terrible. You know how all the headlines were all fucking, oh, oh Cam came back and he ripped his helmet off. I'm back after mm-hmm. a rushing touchdown. He had one passing touchdown of three yards after that. That was it. Oh, I don't expect him to have a ridiculous day throwing the ball. Like I think he'll run a lot. I still think the Panthers win. Give me Taylor Heineke. And I hope, I would love to be wrong on this one. They just beat the Bucks last week. They're hot. They're feeling themselves. <laughs> Give me Heineke. He's going to rub his Heine all over you, and he will win. <laughs> Sounded better I in my head. Do, I do think there's something like I don't. I'm not a a, a Cam Newton supporter. No, because you texted me whatever. when it happened. You hated it. Yeah, I did hate it. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like they had to do something at quarterback. He's somewhat familiar. I don't know how what their offense is compared to when he was there, but I think that locker room will be much easier to rally around Cam Newton than Sam Donald. I think Christian McCaffrey is about to fucking blow up again. Lots of checkdowns. Lots of checkdowns. Yeah, give me Panthers. Yep, give me the uh, Washington Whistle Pigs. Niners at Jags. Row up. Uh oh. I'm going Jags. Oh baby. I'm going Jags. Damn. Debo is not going to let that happen. That is concerning. Because Debo is a fucking freak. That is about the only thing that concerns me with this game. Yes. Holy shit! Did I not realize how good Debo Samuel was until this year? <laughs> My God! If I didn't have him on both of our fucking fantasy leagues, I would be dead. <laughs> his 28 point weeks just keep fucking lifting me over should I tell you last year I had him fancy no you did super productive he is fucking good you somehow gotten better I think give me Niners in a worse team and they cover six and a half well obviously I don't agree with that I picked the Jags but give me I'm Niners I'm sticking with it Bengals at Raiders Bengals right the ship this week they figure it the fuck out Jamar Chase gets two touchdowns Bengals Definitely covered. Bengals minus one and a half. Give me that all day. I will also. Mm, I think it'd be a good game. I think it will too. But. Oof. I think the Bengals go back to early season Bengals in this game. Give me. Oof. Yeah. Give me Bengals. I agree. Cardinals at Seahawks. Uh, is Kyler playing? I think so. Cardinals. Kyler's playing Cardinals. I'll take Seattle. Mm. Boy, I just really hate to see Russell Wilson throw a fucking game stealing pick again. No, you'd love to see that. Yeah. Now we got to get to the nitties and the gritties. No, we got Steelers Chargers. Oh, that's Sunday night. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cowboys Chiefs. Boy. How you feeling? I don't know. Like I've said this all week, this game should be fireworks. With the way that they're both playing right now. The odds of both of those teams showing up, slim to done. Well, I really feel like one of them is just going to shit the bed. And it could be either one. Like this year, look at the Broncos. I mean, you take the Broncos game out, which I know it happened. But you take the Broncos game out, the Cowboys have looked fantastic. Unbeatable almost. Like they look fucking good. But the Broncos game did happen. And that's some Cowboys type of shit to happen. Just completely fucking crumble. And the Buffalo game did happen against Kansas City. But then the but then the, the Cowboys come out the next week and absolutely fucking throttle the Falcons. Correct. That's the Falcons, though. It is. But At it least was, the Chiefs beat a, a reputable team. But it was the Broncos. And they lost that game. So they came back and like, hey, just so everybody knows, we can beat I shit really teams. meant crepes. And we can beat shit teams. And they did. I... I got Chiefs, 34, Cowboys, 28. Boy. Hmm. Your defense is going to get tested. It's looked good the past three weeks. It has. Boy. For the shake of the for the sake of the show, I'm for going the shake to, of it, I'm going Cowboys. Okay. I don't feel I can't put my stamp on that feeling super confident because again, fuck, I'm going Cowboys. You go Chiefs. Okay. Sunday night. Oh God. Steelers at Chargers. This is gonna be a gross game, and I'm taking Steelers. It's gonna be a gross game, and I'm taking Steelers. Ben's playing, and nobody else is. Doesn't matter. Najee is. 
Doesn't matter who Deontay is. Doesn't matter fucking Fryermuth, the rookie of the year candidate, Fryermuth. That would be something. Won't happen because Najee's way better than him. Yeah, it's and not, he's, not, he's not the best rookie on his team. And but, Jamar Chase is way better. Right. And uh, that's about all that matters. But it's got to be Najee. Is TJ right? playing? No. TJ's not playing. Mink is not playing. Jermaine's oh, not playing. I'm going to throw up. Like I said, that we have two offensive linemen not playing. Oh, God. Like it's it's going to be, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be a gross game. I did not know that. Yeah, no, anybody. Like, we got Trey Norwood out there holding it down. That's it. I'm flipping to the Chargers. I think the Steelers cover. Chargers 44, Steelers 31. I don't think. We haven't scored 30 points all year. Chargers 44, Steelers 24. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. The, the, what the Chargers offense is capable of. Compared Versus to what they showed us, <laughs> skeleton crew we have on defense right now, and that's not to say like, oh, if we had our starting defense, they wouldn't, they would not be capable of it. Like our, our defense hasn't been great. Yeah, it's probably accurate, but the Chargers have looked bad the last few weeks. So it, this is going to be a gross game. Oh this, my God, Ben has nineteen hundred yards, ten touchdowns, and four picks. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a game that allows me to not go to sleep on time. Najee has seven hundred yards rushing and four touchdowns. Yeah, but his yards from scrimmage, I'm sure, is fucking way up. Yeah, oh yeah. Deontay, 620 yards, three touchdowns. Keenan Allen, 700 yards, two touchdowns. Oh, and we have our fucking linebackers covering Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Ooh. Yeah, Minka out. Isaiah Loudermilk out. TJ Watt out. Joe Hayden out. Kevin Dotson for guard. IR. So you don't have any other offensive linemen out. Okay, well, that's good. Chargers, Justin Jackson questionable. Safe. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Three safeties out, and then some tackle. Linville Joseph's good, but he's he's doubtful. So, oof, no Minka, TJ. Hayden ain't nothing special, but TJ and Minka are. But what's behind him is substantially worse. You're right. Oof. Yeah, I'll take Chargers. By about 17 at least. I'm going to do this for, for the, again, again, the sake of the show. I'm going to take the Steelers. But do you mean it? Or are you just doing it by default? I mean, I feel about this game like I do about the Chiefs and Cowboys game, but for the opposite of the spectrum. Like, I don't know which one's worse. Like, right. for the Chiefs and Cowboys, I don't know which one's going to be better. I don't know what, I don't know who's going to be, who's going to lose this game is what I don't know. Because somebody will lose it for themselves. Right, I guess give me the fucking Steelers. Just fuck up our draft pick <laughs> a little bit more. I need y'all to lose because I have like a $100 or $200 bet. I have seen a lot of reports coming out that. Like from the Steelers that they do not want to start. So I don't expect them. They don't expect Ben back and they don't expect to draft a quarterback. So they're going after a veteran. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. But <laughs> if. Could you imagine? Realistically, Could you imagine? Like Teddy Bridgewater. Could you imagine? No, I, I'm telling you, I would intentionally shit my pants <laughs> if that's what it took. Right here at this table. Oh my God. I couldn't imagine how that would feel. That would be like watching. Mahomes after not really knowing what he would be and then watching him go in the MVP and be like, what the fuck? That'd be seeing that's that would be my reaction to seeing Aaron Rodgers in a fucking Pittsburgh uniform. That would be for like for you having diehard fandom towards an NBA team and then LeBron go in there. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody who doesn't know, we don't talk NBA because I literally don't watch it anymore. <laughs> I stopped. It's early. It's early season. It's tough. Like it's 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 not even that. LeBron wanted to open his fucking mouth and make fun of the Rittenhouse situation and make fun of him and take his side again. He's picking and choosing which to stand up for and which to say anything about. Boy, Enos no, Cantor is coming for that ass. Enos Cantor the gloves wants are off. the smoke. You see what LeBron said about it? Mm. He's like, well, a lot of people are can say whatever they want on social media. Because, uh, I, I, you know, If people say it to my face, then that's one thing. But I saw him before the game uh, yesterday, and he walked right past me in the hallway and didn't say a word. Would he actually tell us if he did? No. No. So I'm out. LeBron made me like NBA basketball when I was a kid and made me it he's what turned me to NBA, he has now turned me away from it. But Enos Cantor also knows that doing it in person does not bring the spotlight to him like doing it on Twitter does. That's correct. And I'm not an advocate for, you know, having these opinions and then when you get the opportunity to say it, somebody not saying it. But like if you're doing this to draw attention to it and calling his bruff, you do it on fucking Twitter. Correct. And you are and it's and it's he has causing some doubled and tripled down. Yeah. Yeah, yes, it has. So I've never once heard LeBron be pro-United States. I've never once heard him say anything patriotic. I've never heard him say anything to salute any sort of anything good about this country. 
I'm out. And then the NBA, oh, I got to fucking talk about this. Well, and it's just a whole like, I mean, you see a, a, a bunch of NBA stars mainly. They come out and say, well, I will not shut up and dribble. Like, that's that's fine. You have a platform you want to use it, go for it. Be consistent. Because when you don't, you will get ripped apart. The National Basketball Social Justice Coalition posted on social media. Our thoughts are with the families of those whose lives were taken in this tragedy. The right to peacefully protest as a bedrock of our democracy and the National Basketball Social Justice Coalition remains committed to preserving that right for all. Any forms of vigilantism in our society are unacceptable, end quote. He was in f- on fucking trial and was acquitted. That means a jury of his peers and a judge acquitted him. They had proof what he did was defending himself. And the NBA comes out, well, it's a tragedy we lost these people. Hey, just so you know, it was a fucking pedophile motherfucker who, well, hold on. who raped all kinds of kids hold and on. all this kind of shit. Ooh, I want to get fucking riled up. Well, just quick summary, because so, we cannot afford to get way too far into this. But like, what, what you have to understand is what the charges that were brought against him, that is what was tried. Like, right. Your feel, like, feelings about should he have been there? With the weapon. He should not have. Absolutely not. Dumb kid put himself in a bad situation. Should not have been there to bad begin with. Bad things happen. Also, the whole duty shot was pedophile thing. Like, do I think those people should be eradicated from the earth? Absolutely. Does that justify him shooting him because of just that? Absolutely not. That's not why he did it. Right. But we had to. Could have been the block that was being held up to him. Could have been. But it's. it's Matter of fact, the court said that's what it was. So. Either way. We digress. <laughs> we do digress. I just want to see some patriotism in this country. I want to get back to the red, white, and fucking blue. I want to be, get back to being proud of who we are instead of just nothing but division. I want us all to come together and be proud of that fucking flag instead of just picking and choosing when to push a racial uh, movement. Because it's bullshit. We can come together. We did miss the Monday night game. Monday night. We got Bucks, Giants. Giants. Gross. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Dakota smirking. Now. Thank you, Bucks. Okay. He I almost, was gonna did, do, it. I was he gonna almost do it. did it. He's still thinking about it. I am still he, thinking about it. He's still fucking thinking about it. I think I think the Giants cover. It's Bucks minus 11. Mm-hmm. I think it's close. Giants are a frisky team. They are frisky. They can give you Second one's back. Wait, now, no, no, no. I changed my mind. The Bucks just lost to the Washington Whistlepigs. They did. They're going to throttle the Giants. Give me the Bucks. Bucks cover. <laughs> Completely changed my mind. Um, I will also say the Bucks cover. A lot of people, a lot of people out there are picking the Bucks to be upset. I I am not one of those people. You want to hear a parlay? Sure do. All right, here we go. You want outro tunes to it? No, because well, no, because I got to touch one more thing. Oh, he's got to touch one more thing. I got the Bills over Colts. Okay. Ravens over Bears. Titans over Texans. Packers over Vikings. Cardinals Ooh. over Seahawks. Ooh. Bucks over Giants. Mm-hmm. Panthers over football team. Ooh. That's three iffies. It's it's that's three things that I picked being the other way. That's why I say iffy. It's just because I picked them the other way. I think it's like plus twelve hundred or something like that. that's what it came mm-hmm. out to. But we'll see how it goes. This is free play. It's free play. Why not? We ain't got the blue button in this. We have not. I love and that's my favorite blue. Mm hmm. I keep t- fucking footsie in you. <laughs> MLB MVPs came out. Uh huh. On Monday. Nope. Thursday. Yes. Oh. Today after our last episode. Either way. All I know is I saw our boy in the NL. And people, like in a year, people are very mad that the Phillies. Didn't do much. I think they won 82 games. Now, granted, the, the winner of that division and end up being the winner of the World Series, the Braves won 88 games. So, I mean, I guess you could say they were in contention for the division, but at no point did I think the Phillies had a chance. Bryce Harper, though, winning NL MVP, people do not love Bryce Harper. Or we do, though. people fucking love Bryce Harper. It's one or the other. Bryce Harper wins NL MVP. Love to fucking see it. Yes. The picture they dropped for that, too, was sick. He don't take bad pictures. No. I've never seen one. No. Except except the one where he was throwing the helmet. 
Yeah, that yeah. was all time bad. And well, I mean, and I guess if you took a picture <laughs> just, well, I mean, <laughs> of just him, looks fine. If you look at where the helmet went, right, bad. <laughs> but I am all for Bryce Harper. Let's not let's not be um, ridiculous and forget all about the streak that Bryce Harper went on there for about what twenty games of just lighting it the fuck up. Oh, he made a, he made a strong. And that's what you said whenever we were talking about the MVP earlier in the season. We're like, well, fuck. Sit tight because Bryce Harper's on a fucking tear right now. Mm -hmm. Tatis might not have a chance because Bryce is going. And then, of course, Tatis got hurt, missed several games. Which definitely factored into it. Definitely factored into it. And Bryce just kept going. I haven't looked at it, but I would bet that Tatis was still in second place. Yeah, I'm sure. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was in second place for the AL votes. But there was never going to be anybody that was not named Shohei Otani win the AL MVP. And that's why I say Salvador Perez did not get robbed. Not because he didn't have an MVP caliber season. Because for reasons unbeknownst to any human on earth, he had a great season. Makes no sense. But Shohei Otani had the season of seasons. Like you have a pitcher. It was like nine and... What was he? I think his... his like nine and two. He only played 11 games? No, no, no. Well, you don't, you don't get... The win for every, he he pitched in twenty three started twenty three games. That's crazy. The pitcher only plays twenty three out of like one hundred and sixty. Yeah, I, th- I want to say. Uh, yeah, that's an eighth of the season. He twenty three games. He got credit for nine wins, two losses. His ERA was three point one. Not Nothing great, fancy. not terrible. Yeah, like one hundred and fifty six strikeouts, pretty good. But, but he Show also the pitching. Hit, he also hit 46 I mean, sorry, the hittings. He hit 46 home runs. This is a fucking pitcher that we're talking about. Oh, no. You are highlighting everything over what there. What have I done? <laughs> yeah, he had 46 fucking home runs. He had 26 stolen bases as a pitcher. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Trey Turner led the league with 33 stolen bases. Mm-hmm. Not a pitcher. Right. When you got production like that on both sides of the ball, he had 100 RBIs, 26 stolen bases. 46 home runs, 96 walks. Jesus People Christ. are pitching around a pitcher, and rightfully so. He did strike out 189 times. <laughs> but when you're you got to risk it for the biscuit, you're trying to hit the ball, you got to fucking risk it every fucking time. It's going to happen. If you don't risk it, guess what you're not getting? The biscuit. The fucking biscuit. Now, at what point are we going to get to Otani not winning the MVP because it's not fair anymore? Like the whole... The LeBron James effect? Yeah, people would just get tired of giving it to yeah, him. You get bored of probably it. Probably pretty soon, because they'll probably win it again next year. Probably at 50 home runs. But... I mean... It's it's like it's unprecedented to the point that I don't know if you can just get tired of giving it to him. I mean, you can't, because Salvador Perez got robbed, and you have to make <laughs> up to it. Yeah, you got to make up for it. No. There was no hope there was. for anyone winning that MVP. What Salvador have? Like 48 home runs? 49? Yeah, I think so. That's a catcher. It's a pitcher. Yeah, but that's a catcher, too. We've had catchers that hit home runs before. Not like that. Yeah. I mean, it's Which been one? a while. But pitchers? Yeah, no, I get it. It's, it's just... It's, and the fact that you're in, in a conversation with Otani for MVP and you're a catcher, that's pretty fucking impressive in itself. It is, but it's also... You, you, can, it, you, can, you can take that to the bank. It would be like if Aaron Rodgers had eight picks. Like, he intercepted eight passes. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... It, to be that effective on both sides of the ball is fucking incredible. Yeah. He led off the all-star game. He looked like he was going to run away with the home run derby early. Like it was just, it was a fucking ridiculous season. Oh, you know what that sound means. We're done. I, I'm so fucking stressed out for this NFL slate. Like it, just, I hate, I'm pumped. I hate and love having Sunday night, Monday night games. It stresses me the fuck out. I'm just not yeah, going to have... Yeah, but Sunday, you get a Sunday 3.30 good game. Mm-hmm. Sunday night good game. And then a Monday night, eh, maybe good game. Monday night's not going to be a good game. The Bucks going to be pissed from losing to Taylor Heineke. <laughs> oh, I'm, I didn't get any sleep last night. I'm not going to get any sleep tonight. I'm not a napper, so I doubt I make up for that. I'm going to be fucking... Or I'm going to be a wreck on Monday. But, hey, short week. Thanksgiving. That is a short week. Did you take Friday off too? I did take Friday off. I took a half day. We're going to the Missouri game. I did forget that game's on a Friday. 2.30. Yep. <laughs> Last I checked, there's a high of 40 and a 30% chance of rain. So it I'm might be probably miserable. Not gonna, I'm probably going to watch it at the house. <laughs> it might be miserable. But 
That's part of the experience. We're going to have a good time. Through good times and bad, you're there. That's your vows to college fandom. Let's hope it is a good time. Let's hope. Also, let's hope that anybody who's listening right now who has made it through this entire episode has subscribed to the show. And told at least five people. Yes. We need your friends' friends to know about this show. So they can tell their friends. Everybody, subscribe. Please, God, just subscribe. (laughs) Appreciate y'all for listening. That's all I got. We'll talk to you Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Hope you have a great short work week. Hope you have a short work week, for that matter. For those of you that don't, that's that's tough. Real bad. We'll enjoy it for you. Until Wednesday, goodbye.